What do you do when you don't need to make a pivot, but you really need to make a change? Hi, welcome to Business Mindset Mastery. I'm your host, Heather Gray. I'm a mindset leadership expert, and I really need to get this right because you can now find me at heathergrayconsulting.com, where I still work with business owners, leaders, and entrepreneurs. Welcome to the show. And yes, today's the episode for the worst kept secret um, that I changed my business name. If you've been listening to the show for a while, um, you know that I've been regularly directing you to choose to have it all.com. And it's actually been about over a month or so, I think. Um, I've done the slow transition to a new business name, Heather Gray Consulting. I'm putting my name on it um, and starting something not all that new and not all that different. So it's not a pivot. It's not a change. It's not some huge, um, even a rebrand even that I have to do some huge reveal for. What I've been talking to people about is that it's not a pivot. I'm just becoming more myself. And when I was doing this and going through the process, a couple of people emailed me and said, hey, are you ever going to tell the story about how this turned out or why you're doing this or what the point of it is? Um, And of course, I would do an episode on it. And of course, I would talk to you guys about it. So That's what today's episode is, is, you know, not needing a pivot, but really needing a change. So when I think about how this kind of started for me and where, um, I, I started to have this conversation with myself that I wanted to think about my business differently and I wanted to think about my brand differently. It's when I was getting myself ready to do a review of my website. I had kind of been guilty. I think a lot of us are where we, you know, when we're first putting ourselves out there and we're first starting a new business, we spend all this time on our website and we get the colors right, we get the branding right, and we spend all this time on the copy. Then we launch the thing and we never really look at it you know, afterwards. So the only thing I was doing for my website was adding a blog post, which I haven't really even done since I started podcasting or, you know, connecting the podcast episodes to the website. So it was largely a dormant website and it became one of those, you know, what marketers and advertisers would call a bookmarked kind of website where there's no new information. It's not really fresh. It's not updated. And when I was looking at my copy, I just realized it was the me that was two years ago. It was the me who had just burned down her private practice to the ground, who was starting fresh, wanted a new beginning. And in a lot of ways, I think I was still running from myself a little bit because I was so afraid of, you know, sort of getting burned out again, of creating a second business that I would then want to burn to the ground or that made me really unhappy. So when I looked at the messaging and sort of the the way I was moving through the world with the Choose to Have It All brand, I realized how much I was playing it safe by preaching to the choir. Because one of the things that had originally led to my burnout in the private mental health space was this idea that my clients loved me. They really connected with me. In fact, just now I got an email from somebody who I haven't seen since 2016, and she was wondering why she couldn't find me. And, you know, so three years later, people are still 
still thinking about me after they've wrapped up their work with me. So it was never about not, um, you know, people not liking my work or people not even enjoying therapy. It was really came down to an overwhelming experience that too many people liked me, but they weren't really making the changes for themselves, that the relationship they were engaging with in the private therapy office almost was enough to hold them and the dysfunctional choices they were making for themselves because they could kind of feel better about themselves in the moment. They could have their thoughts and have their feelings and be validated by me. And that would make them feel like they were better. So it would take the edge off of their pain. And then they, you know, could go on about their daily lives, but nothing would ever change. And then they'd come back into my office and tell me the same story and make no changes. And I really just lost my sort of my motivation and my passion for helping and serving when, you know, people really liked me and seemed to like the things I said, but never did anything with it. So when I entered the online experience and the online business space, that was the sort of where I was coming from. And I was so desperate to not repeat that, to not, um, create waves to, I I think I was just so afraid of going back there that I worked really hard on being likable and approachable and motivating and inspiring. And I entered the mindset space kind of all puffed up looking for that connection with people. And honestly, I found it really quickly. I was fortunate that I got good visibility opportunities because I, you know, I was willing to hustle and I was willing to put myself out there. I'd already learned how to do that in the brick and mortar space. And I instantly got some name recognition, people following me on social media, engaging with my content. And so I never really looked back on the brand after that. It was like, oh, it did what it was supposed to do. It got me attention and gave people kind of a landing page on how to find me. And I never really thought clinically or critically about it until I had that moment of like, holy crap, like this isn't me anymore nor does it sort of address or speak to the clients I had because the women that were working with me and the clients that were hiring me, I say women because like it's like one in 10 new clients will be a male. I don't know why men are so afraid of me and the things I have to say. I don't like try to specifically niche to women, but they certainly find me in spades compared to the men. But in any case, like, you know, the stories I was sharing and the the way I was connecting with people through my copy on the site, like, it would have made most of the, most of my clients roll their eyes. It wasn't resonate with them because I was talking about choosing to have it all. I was talking about choosing to live a life without compromise. And all of my clients are already in that choir I'm preaching to. They've already chosen happiness for themselves. They've already decided the path that they need to be on. They've already decided and own that they want time freedom and lifestyle freedom and financial freedom. They don't need me for that. What they need me for is when they trip, they get stuck in their own way, they get caught up in an old story, or they have an upper limit problem where they just have gone to a place in their life and their business where they haven't even dared to dream bigger. And so they don't know how to do that. 
So when I was looking at the great disconnect between my clients that I was serving and including you guys who listen to me on the show and the copy on my website, I just, I saw that my messaging was off. And so I first made the decision I was just going to scrap all the copy and I was going to keep the brand name. It hadn't even occurred to me to, to change the name of the business yet because who does that when they finally have visibility and name recognition, right? And then at some point, it just kind of occurred to me that when people refer to me, they don't refer to choose to have it all. They don't refer to, they don't even refer to my show business mindset mastery. They refuse, they, they refer to Heather Gray. And at the time when I was first entering the online space, my story was nobody's going to know Heather Gray. And by the way, Heather Gray is a Gap t-shirt color. So when I was first naming my business, the first thing that I was told is that if I named my business Heather Gray, I would be in competition with SEO for every single Heather Gray article of clothing, blanket color, sheet color, everything under the sun would come up before my name. And that's one of the reasons why I ended up not naming my business by my name the first time around. And so when I was thinking about it, I just, I realized that bad SEO is not a reason to not put your name on a business and choose to have it all doesn't ring true anymore because everybody I work with has already chosen it all and would laugh at the concept that that was something I needed to help them with. So it just became this light bulb moment, not in any kind of, you know, exaggerated, dramatic, you know, light dawning over Marblehead moment, but just, oh, I have to change my business name. So I changed my business name. I worked with my web designer and she, you know, helped me do the, <laughs> because the non-techie pieces of, of this I can do, I can write the copy, but definitely needed somebody with the redirect. And I really started to get clear on what it is I want to say now. If I'm giving myself a blank slate, if I'm giving myself an opportunity to have a do-over and it's not a pivot because I'm still offering mindset consulting, I'm still offering leadership consultation, I'm not doing anything new. I'm just doing it under my own name. What did I want to say? And honestly, you guys have been in on the messaging and the switch up in how I'm thinking about things and how I'm talking about things and how I'm approaching things for the past month or so. If you've been listening to my podcast episodes, because I'm calling out depression and I'm like naming it specifically, I'm calling out anxiety and I'm naming it specifically. And we just did an episode about grief and managing grief. Because the reality is, is that two years into the mindset space, I'm realizing that a lot of people are still taking the watered down version of mindset. They're still swallowing, you know, literally the watered down version of mindset that if we just keep calling it imposter syndrome, if we just keep talking about shiny object syndrome, and if we keep just naming it all of these different, you know, for lack of a better description, safe words for mindset problems so we don't feel so bad about ourselves, then we can all just keep going. But here's the thing, my friends, this is what I'm learning talking to my clients. You know, so many people are running away from their lives and their unhappy relationships and their things they don't like about themselves and their soul-sucking jobs 
to their businesses. And they think if they just make their first $1,000 and their first $10,000 and their first $50,000, it will just be better. If they can just run away from their lives and start over, it will just be better. But talking to people who have done that, talking to the business owners who are in the six and seven figure club, I can tell you one thing that they absolutely know to be true now, wherever you go, there you are. That by and large, my job and what mindset looks like in real time is helping people confront the stories they're uncomfortable with, helping people sort of reconcile with parts of their past that they don't particularly like, decisions they've made, ways they've been treated, relationships that have gone awry, and to set the course on those stories right, to rewrite the ending about their self-perception, their, um, you know, their, their belief in their thoughts they have about themselves as a result of those things and to rewrite the endings to the old stories. And when I was thinking about, you know, the episode I did a couple of weeks ago with you guys about the personal development space and how, you know, people just love to motivate and they love to inspire, but at the end of the day, nobody's actually doing anything differently as a result of reading these books. I just knew that I needed to keep going with the conversation that I've been having, that I you know, I'm sometimes I feel like, honestly, my friends, I feel like I'm the only one talking sometimes like about this stuff. I feel like depression and anxiety and the things that really lie beneath that we call mindset. Everybody wants to continue to push under the rug. And if I'm really going to start having some of those harder conversations, if I'm really going to be talking to and reaching to business owners who aren't just puffing themselves up with some self-limiting beliefs, but they're really ready to confront how they got those self-limiting beliefs, I can't hide the fact that I have experience. And one of the things that I learned in as I was thinking about my copy and as I was thinking about my messaging is that when I entered the online space, I was telling everybody that I was a clinically trained therapist. I was talking about my social work degree. I was talking about my license. I'm no longer clinically licensed because my license only held in the state of Massachusetts. And I now work internationally, so it doesn't really, you know, it doesn't really serve me to continue to be licensed, but I have my clinical degree. I'm over 20 years experience. But when I first entered the space, you know, I was sort of coached and advised not to talk about that too much because it would make me less accessible. People would feel like they were being preached to. And the reality is, is what's appealing about online business is that anybody can do it. So in a lot of ways, I dumbed myself down. Not only did I get rid of my name because it wasn't SEO friendly, then I got rid of my experience because it wasn't accessible to people. And at some point when I was doing the copy for my site, what I realized is I'm really freaking proud of my experience. It's actually what sets me apart from half the half-ass people who are like building businesses doing this just because they think they can, that I don't want to discredit my experience. And if you don't want me to have a degree or I can't talk about my degree or it doesn't matter to you that I have a couple of hundred of reps under my belt with people helping Helping them with their their stuff, then you know, at the end of the day, you're probably not the right client for me because I actually want clients who want an experienced coach and are willing to invest in that experienced coach. Because you can go and get somebody who's been doing this for 10 seconds anywhere. That what I'm bringing to the table is the fact that I'm experienced. And you know, and then again, the next part of this is once you figure out how to tell your story, once you figure out what your 
messaging is now. The next thing that comes up is the work with me page, right? Because if you're a business owner, you know the deal, right? You have to have a really good homepage. You have to have something that engages people right away. They, you have to do a compelling about me story. That's what everybody tells you. And then it comes down to the work with me page. And one of the things that I realized when I was looking at my old version of my old site, like I had all these puffed up packages for three months and six months and three hours and this, that, and the other thing. And the reality is, is that I kind of called bullshit on myself a little bit because I think that the coaching industry has really done an exceptional job of building itself up for coaches because all of these scaling programs and all of these like group intensives and this, that, and the other thing, it's for the business owner. Um, it, It serves the business owner to sign people on for three and six month packages. It serves the business owner to say like solving this problem is going to take 12 weeks. But the sort of crux of this is my zone of genius is helping people get better in lightning speed. Because I do think that when people come ready to play, ready to own their stories, ready to do the work, they can get redirected and take new action and rewrite the ending to their stories way faster. Like it sometimes for some people, they are going to want and and sort of appreciate three months of mindset support while they go and do the hard thing. And I love working with people on that. I have a handful of clients now that I've been working with for over a year, not because they're still in crisis, not because there's still urgency attached to their need, but because they are better versions of themselves with consistent mindset support um, and consistent, you know, sort of thought stopping things that I can offer as I'm the outside looking in. But that gets to be a preference and it gets to be sort of a luxury for people to choose for themselves when they've reached that level of business. It should not be a necessity for getting out of your own way that it takes three to six months, nor should it be these like really strict, rigid packages that benefit the business owner's timeline and not the consumer's. And when I really thought critically about how I wanted to work with people, you guys have heard me talk about this on the show before. I just, I really needed to start owning and accepting the fact that I work really well at lightning fast and that's my zone of genius. So I can't be selling three month packages. I can't be selling six month packages. I need to be selling my coaching on demand services. I need to be telling people and shining a light on the fact that you don't need to be hurting, suffering, or struggling for long. That if you want to pony on up and work with me, I will get you where you want to be faster and less time and more efficiency. I was hiding that for some reason because coaching on demand that largely happens through a walkie-talkie service called Voxer didn't seem professional. And it made me feel like I had stepped further away from my, you know, my therapy roots when in actuality, all I'm doing in that intervention and sort of owning it unapologetically and leaning into it is recognizing that the work has to be the same. The conversations have to be the same, but doing the work, the intervention style and the way it happens can be modernized, can be updated to the modern business person who doesn't want to block off an hour of their time to have a couple of questions answered because they can just message me 
get an answer from me directly through the app and then get on with their day and on with running their businesses. Once I really owned that, I realized that I wasn't a package consultant. I, When people come to me and they feel like they might need a package or would benefit from a package, I can certainly offer that. But sometimes people are just coming for packages because it's the sort of hidden word for discount. And I'd much rather have that direct conversation with somebody who's saying, hey, I'd like to work with you for six or more times? Do you offer a discount for people who sign up for multiple packages or is there an incentive to work with you for longer? I would much rather have that conversation than create some puffed up package that tells you you have to work with me for six weeks or less in order to get X, Y, and Z. That's just not the way I want to move through the world. So this whole thing, it wasn't lightning, right? It didn't just strike. It wasn't a neon sign. It was a process of evolving and being okay with not knowing. So there were two things that kind of happened simultaneously that I really want you guys to pull away from this story and this example that I'm hopefully modeling for all of you. One is that it didn't come lightning fast. It didn't just hit me over the head and be like, wham, bam, you need to do this now. Nor did I run from it when I realized a change was necessary. I simply leaned into the aha moments I was having. I simply leaned into, well, if I'm doing this, I have to do that. If I'm going to make this change, this needs to change. I didn't stop. I didn't get overwhelmed. I came at it from a place of openness to what needed to find me next. And now you have Heather Gray Consulting. And I would love it if you looked at it. I would love it if you go to, even if you're not currently in the market for a mindset person and you just like listening to me in your earballs for daily motivation and inspiration, I would love for you to see the flip side of that conversation with myself, to see the end result of who do I want to be? How do I want to move through the world? And what do I want my life and business to look like? Because there it is in snapshot form on the page. And that is always my goal, my friends, to do for you, to model it in real time, to show you the path and to help you see that change doesn't have to be scary, that starting fresh doesn't have to be the end of the world, and that it's okay not to know things. Because the other thing is if you have a question for the show or you have feedback for me, you have a new email address, heather at heathergrayconsulting.com. And when I tell you <laughs> that literal tears came out of my eyes when I was trying to do the, um, when I was trying to add the new email address to Gmail and I didn't know how to do it. One of the things that I don't know why I did this, and this is the same mistake I always do when it comes to tech, is I spend too long trying to do it myself, either because I can't be bothered to pay somebody for it or because I think as a business owner, a responsible business owner should know how to do these things. So when I tell you in a single day, I wasted six hours not knowing how to get Gmail to play nice with my new website and my new email address, like no joke, until I just sent out an SOS to a friend and she took care of me in 30 seconds or less. It was like, oh, I just need your passwords and oh, I just need this. And she talked about codes and this, that, and the other thing that went right over my head. But the other piece to this that you don't see reflected in the website is that I leaned on my tribe. 
I leaned into the people whose expertise um, that is important to me. I leaned into people who have role modeled for me how to do this and how to have some of the conversations. And I didn't ask anybody else. I asked the people whose opinions matter to me. And now it's out there unapologetically. And I absolutely want to hear your first impressions. And I absolutely want to hear what you think about it. But I am also not worried if you're going to be offended if I don't do anything with it. Or if I don't make a change right away, if I just put it out there to the universe and see how it flies for a little bit, because I have seen in real time that if I don't like it, I can change it. None of this like had me quaking in my shoes. None of this felt like I had to stop my business and stop the presses until I figured this out. And I can't tell you how many times I see people just stop because they're, they've decided it's time to make a change. And as business owners, we don't have the luxury. We still have to keep the lights on. We still have to do what we need to do to support ourselves and to support our businesses. Everything you're seeing reflected in this new website happened simultaneously. As you know, I was still recording shows and telling you to come to choose to have it all.com, even though if you had actually gone there and those of you have figured it out, you've been redirected to the new site for well over a month now. So that's the story is that it's no big dramatic blockbuster. It's a period of time of becoming more me, of being open to that, leaning into it, not really letting fear come in and take space. And then in realizing and doing that, that not only do I still have a message to share, A, I need to get a little bit louder with it. And B, even though you all know me to say what I think and tell people how it is, I there's room for me to do that even more. To have an open, welcoming conversation and to have some of the harder conversations that are tough to find in other places online, particularly in the business space. Because as business owners, you're going to struggle with your old story. As business owners, you're, you're going to get tripped up in your past. And as business owners, you're going to lose sight of where you're going next sometimes. And it has nothing to do with not choosing happiness or, <clears throat> you know, having a mindset problem. It is simply you know, bumping into a part of yourself that you have to reconcile with. And that's what I'm in the business of doing. So if you're interested in learning more about working with me, um, in addition to the link to heathergrayconsulting.com, I'm going to put in a link for a, a Let's Talk chat. So you can connect with me, tell me where you're at, and maybe there's a way that I can help you get to where you want to be faster. So thank you so much for today. And I look forward to talking to you next time. Bye for now.